Welcome back to Sermons to Myself, the car edition, which may end up being the only edition because realistically, this is how Sermons to Myself were really done before I started recording. And it was just me sitting in the car talking to God. But I was thinking today um, just about how hard it is to remain diligent in your faithfulness. And I don't know if that's the right Christianly thing to say, honestly, because I, like, I don't want to disappoint God and be like, well, if it's hard for you to be faithful, then you really don't have faith. But but it, it is very difficult to continue to do something over and over again and believe for something and believe in something over and over again when you see no results of what you're believing in or believing for. And I know that that's what makes it faith, but that's also what makes it hard. And so it's not, to me, it's almost like it's, it sounds kind of like a complaint when I say it out loud. Like, I'm doing what you told me to do, God, and you're not doing your part. You're not holding up your end of the bargain. But that's not what I'm saying at all. Because I know, for me specifically, I can't speak for everybody. For me specifically, what I'm asking for, I know it's great. And I know it takes time. And I know it takes preparation. And I know I have to be in a place to where once God gives me what I'm asking for, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to waste it. I'm not going to um, belittle it or think less of it or not think enough of it or mishandle it. I'm going to be fruitful. I'm going to be a good steward of my destiny. And I know that there's still some things that I'm working on personally. And I don't want to say that because I'm still working on a few things, God is punishing me by not giving me my promise or he has to wait till I'm perfect to give me the next thing or to do the next thing or release a blessing in my life. And I I don't think that's true either. I'm just, it's hard to be thankful. That's, I mean, that's what I've gotten to just in the last few days, man. It's been, it's been a rough four months. It's June. I mean, y'all, I post these the same day. So it's June 20th, I think, maybe 22nd. Um, It's a little after, it's about 1224. I think my GPS says. Um, and so I'm on the way home from work. And it's just, I, I've been thinking pretty much all day just how hard it is to continue to try to do right by people and for people. Continue to try to have a giving heart and a giving spirit when it definitely feels like I'm giving out of my need. It is sacrificial giving every time I give. It is sacrificial giving every time I help someone else. Because even when I'm helping someone, I'm giving my time, which I need for myself right now. Right? Like, I I have, there's a finite amount of hours in a day. And when you factor in the fact that you also have to sleep and shower and eat, that dissipates the time even more. And so, if I can really only be active for 16 hours a day every day, even if I wanted to work 16 hours a day every day, just because I'm restarting and starting a new career and all of the things, it's like that's not going to be as fruitful as it once was working that much. And it's draining, obviously. Um, and even more than that, it's just not 
possible. But even if it was, let's say I am able to work 16 hours a day. I sleep for seven, eat for one. And eat and shower for one. I use the bathroom and all those things. And then I work for the other 16. If I'm, you know, going like right now, I'm coaching two different teams for way, like one, I haven't seen a dime, don't know if I'll see a dime ever. But I'm coaching that team basically for free, I think. I, I get very, could easily be for free. I don't know, to be completely honest, but I think it's free. Um, but we practice twice a week for an hour. So that's four hours of my week. Um, then I have another team where this week, I think we're only practicing maybe four hours and there's no tournament this weekend. But last week we practiced nine hours and had tournaments on the weekends, which took away seven hours. So that was 16 of my hours. And if I had in the other team, 20 of my hours just between two. That's a full day of working if I want to do 16 hours a day. So that takes me from seven days to four and three-fourths, or five and six and three-fourths, five and three-fourths of a day, right? Well, then I'm working with another team, right? So a third team for two hours on one day and four hours on another day. So that's six hours. So now we've gone from 20 to 26. So that's, I mean, almost two full days. That's a little, that's about two and a half, uh, a day and a half of work. I'm actually close to a day and three-fourths of work that I'm not doing. And I'm doing that for what is basically free. And while, while I love what I do, and I'm really not one to complain about this, because I do like this part of it. Like, I love coaching. I love working with young people. I love being able to give back and help, right? But it is sacrificial giving because I'm giving out of time that I need for myself. Does that make sense? So it doesn't matter that I'm willing to give it. It's still a sacrifice. And I know that that's what God's asking for, right? So I'm going through these sacrifices and I'm sacrificing my time, which is what God wants you to do. I'm sacrificing my money, which is what God wants you to do. I'm sacrificing my my rest and I don't feel like the return has been immediate and it shouldn't be but that doesn't make it easy it, it still makes it hard to know that I've worked in the past month I put in a hundred hours for free in one month so let's say I make $20 an hour that's $2,000 that I could have had that I don't have because I'm working for someone else for free. Literally. So it's just, it, it's very difficult during moments to think, man, if I had that extra $2,000, I wouldn't have this problem, this problem, this problem, this problem, this problem. But then I have to remember, okay, but it may be because of the sacrifices that I'm able to make what I'm making and it's still supplement and it's still carry. It's not an abundance, of course, but it's ends are met for the most part. And it's just momentary, right? Like I've been in good places and I know that there are other options and I could try to find those other options, but I'm building towards something and working towards something which requires sacrifice. 
I'm sacrificing my lifestyle that I'm used to. And so, I mean, sacrifice is hard. And that's why I know Pastor Tim Ross says all the time, it's not sacrifice until it feels like sacrifice. It's not submission until it feels like submission, meaning you don't want to do it, but you do it anyway. That's what makes it a sacrifice. If you wanted to give it, it wouldn't be a sacrifice. If you had an abundance so that you could give it and not even think about it, not even remember it, not even feel it, it's not a sacrifice. It's, it's giving, it's generous, but it's not a sacrifice. Sacrificial giving, you feel that it hurts. It, it goes against what the what the norm would say, what the world would say. No, no, no. Don't give if you need it. Don't use your bill money. Don't use your rent money to make sure a girls' basketball team makes a tournament. That would be stupid. Don't use your car car insurance money. To help your friend pay their rent on time because they'll have a house and you won't have no problem. But it's the sacrifice that makes God say, okay, I can trust him with this extra. I can trust him with this abundance because he's willing to go without, willing to lose, willing to suffer. And how do we know God likes people who are willing to suffer? Not that they want to, but they will if they have to, if it's part of the purpose, if it's part of the will of God. Well, Jesus did it. Job did it. David did it. Like, there's so many examples in the Bible where suffering happens. And it's like, okay, because you were willing to suffer, here is your gift. Here's your blessing. Here's your whatever. And so I don't want to walk around like acting like I'm killing myself so that I can be closer to God or I'm harming myself or becoming a homeless hermit or whatever so that God can one day make me a millionaire. That's not what I'm saying you should do and it's not what I'm doing. But in doing what God is telling me to do, it's not always easy. And I don't always get it right. I am struggling. I mean, literally today, Sunday, struggling with doing something I know God has told me not to do and doing it anyway and then being like man why do I feel like this why do I feel like this why does this happen why does every time I do this this happens immediately why and say like, well God told you not to do it so is he punishing you for having fun is he punishing you for doing what everybody else is doing is he punishing you for just living life and being yourself and all that no, he's not punishing you for doing those things. He's giving you what you walked into. All of those things are probable outcomes. Like everything I go through is a probable outcome to what I put in. Everything I get out of life is a probable outcome to what I put into it. All of the outcomes that I've had to face, whether they be positive or negative, were probable outcomes for whatever it is that I did, whatever input I into it, put into it, right? When I changed my diet and started eating healthy and stopped eating red meat and stopped eating as many sweets, I was, I'm no longer eating a pack of Oreos every day. Matter of fact, it's been over a month since I've had an Oreo. Um, it, when I stopped doing that, I started losing weight. My blood pressure started to go down. I started to feel better and more fit. Because that's a probable outcome to cleaning your diet up. 
right? Like I can look and do the crunch the numbers and see I need to work X amount of hours to even think about getting this amount of money because my job is not consistent on how much I make per hour. So in order to make a certain amount, I have to work this minimum amount of hours. Well, the last three weeks, I haven't worked that minimum amount of hours. And so I haven't made the requisite amount of money. It's it's not befuddling to me, but it's like when you say, oh, OK, I'm going to start an hour later and I'm going to end an hour earlier. And then the next day, I'm going to take three hours off in the middle. And then the next day, I'm going to end an hour early so I can go to practice. But I want to eat and take a nap before practice. And so I'm already missing four hours this day. Um, now we get to the end of the week and we're 20 hours short. And it was just two hours here, three hours here, four hours here. Instead of just going to practice and going straight back on the road, you go to practice and you chill around and, you know, whatever. So I'm, it, it's not easy. It's not an easy road to walk. Sacrifice is very difficult. Trying to walk in purpose is very difficult. Trying to live the way God intends for you to live so that you can represent him and build his kingdom up is hard. But from everything I've seen, everything I've heard, everything I've felt, everything I've experienced, it should be worth it. You know, like, obviously, I'm not I haven't fulfilled my purpose yet. So I don't know what it looks like for me on the other side because I haven't been to the other side. But if it's what God promised me and he he never breaks a promise, he's he's not a man that he should lie. So if he if, if he delivers on his end, which is just a probable outcome for me delivering on my end the sacrifice the hardship the pain the struggle it should be worth it definitely